You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk all things change. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And today I want to talk about change, partly because it's still January, just at time of recording. So, you know, that new year, new me vibes. And I know that lots of people think about change in January. They think about setting new goals and setting resolutions and they think about change. But the thing is that change is hard. As humans, we're hardwired to dislike change. Staying as we are in our comfort zone keeps us safe. You can't see my air quotes, but we're doing air quotes safe. And so our brain and our body tries to keep us safe and comfortable. And that means the same normally. And so change is, I'm working with a client recently. I was building a program all about change management and we were looking at the AgCar model and change management. And it got me thinking really carefully about the correlation between content creation and change management. There's actually a hell of a lot of similarity all the way through. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, because if you are building a course where you want people to actually do the work and take on board the thing you've taught them and implement the thing, then they have to change, right? They have to go from doing something the way they were doing it to doing it the way that you're telling them to do it. And that's a change. And I think we assume that we'll just give them the knowledge and they will change. But anyone who's done anything to do with change management knows that people can have the knowledge of how to do something. I can have the knowledge of how to get up early in the morning, right? You just set your alarm. But does that mean I get up early? Not necessarily. I can have the knowledge of how to eat better. But does that mean I change my eating habits and eat better? Not always. So today we're really going to focus on change. I'm going to take you through the five steps of the AgCar change model. um, And then we're really going to talk in each step about how that relates to a course. So if you're building a face-to-face or an online program, I want you to think carefully about how each of these steps relates to the process of course creation. We're going to be talking everything from sales through to support and implementation. So it's the whole gamut, the whole journey of course creation. So the AGCAR change model is A-D-K-A-R, standing for awareness, desire, knowledge, ability, and reinforce. Let's talk about all of this in order. So the first A is for awareness. And awareness means someone needs to be aware of the need for change and why they should change. Now, normally by the time someone signs up to your program, they've already been through the awareness stage because they have had to look for your program and sign up for your program. So they're aware of their need to change. But it's something to consider when you're in the sales process for your program. If someone stumbles upon your sales page, chances are they're already aware of their need to change. That's how they ended up there. But perhaps someone else sent it to them instead. And to get them to that sales process, to get them to that sales page, you need to make them aware of the need to change. Blog posts and podcasts and all those things that we can do to build awareness for our audience. One, that we exist. Hi, I'm over here. I do exist. And this is my free content that I'm using to tell you that. But two, we're going to be using those freebies to build awareness for the need to change. The second part then of AdCart is D, which is desire. And this builds directly upon our A, which is why we're going to roll straight on in, because they then have to desire to change. I can be aware of a change. I can be aware of losing weight, 
but I have to have the desire to do it. And we all know, especially if you've ever had kids, that awareness is one thing, but until they actually want to do something, it's an uphill struggle to get them to do it, right? They have to actually want to do something. And it's the same with your audience. Having presented lots of times to third parties and for big clients, I've often had people in a classroom or in a training room who don't want to be there. And if you've ever presented content to someone in a classroom who doesn't want to be there, you'll know that nothing is ever going to change. Sound goes in one ear and out the other, and you can tell if someone isn't actively involved and engaged in the change. If they don't want to learn, they don't learn. So it's the same with your audience. And we can hope by the time they've stumbled across your sales page and joined your program that they have a desire for change. But it's worth really thinking about building upon that desire still in the welcome pack, in the entry content and on the sales page, really build up that desire to want to change. Where are they going to get if they do change? How is their life going to be better? Now, often when you come to a sales page, this is all like, you'll get a million dollars and you'll lose weight overnight. And I don't want that for you or for your audience, right? We'll base this in reality, but you can be realistic and still show them the positive impacts of change and give them the desire to change, reinforce that desire to change. As part of your welcome program or stuff that they get on sale, but before the course starts, you can use that period to help them build the desire to change, get them to set goals, get them to future pace, really think about what life would be like if they completely embrace this program. Program. Get them to schedule time in their calendars. Get them to fully embrace the change before you start delivering the content. So you've got the benefit of all of that pre-work done by the time you get to the content. The next steps in that outcome model are knowledge and ability. Now we're going to talk about these at the same time, but they are different things. So knowledge is the how-to of change. And then the ability is the actual doing of that knowledge. So the knowledge section is just gaining that, oh, how do I do that? I press this button or I do this thing. And the ability is actually being able to do it. Often they get rolled into one, but they are two different things. My primary example of this is always golf, right? I have knowledge of the game of golf. I kind of loosely understand it. I know there's a club. I know there's a ball. Obviously, the longer I talk about this, the more it's going to be very apparent that I don't have a lot of knowledge about golf. But you get the picture, right? I can know of the game. Does that mean I have the ability to play the game? No. It's the same thing when you're learning to drive a car. You can have the knowledge of what a car is and does. You can even have your first driving lesson. You have the knowledge of you need to put your foot on the pedal and you need to turn the wheel. But do you have the ability to drive? Have you put in the hours? Have you done the practice? Have you built the repetition that you need to be able to drive? And the answer is no, not yet. So it's the same when you think about your course. I want you to think about the knowledge that you need to impart with them, which is fine. Most of us do this really well, right? We record videos, we build PDFs, we build the knowledge component. But I want you to really focus then on the ability component. Are they actually able to do the thing? Do they have a safe place to practice? Do they have the opportunity to get feedback on whether they've got it right or wrong? Do they have the opportunity to do it again and again and again before they go away and do it for real? How do you support that? Long-term change comes not just from having the knowledge to change, but really feeling confident in your ability to do the things. And that comes from practice. And we need to allow time for this in our programs. The last stage then is R, which is reinforce. And this is where we reinforce change. Habits are hard. You'll know if you've ever um, started a new diet and fallen off the wagon or started a new routine and fallen off the wagon or stopped smoking and started again or whatever this might be, the first four steps are okay, right? You had the awareness of the want to stop smoking. You had the desire to stop smoking. You had the knowledge and the ability to do it and you did it for a while and then something happened and you fell back into old habits. And it's going to be exactly the same with your clients and your audience as well. They're going to 
have the strength to get started often. They're going to have the the motivation and the desire and the want to do things, but it's very easy to slip back into old habits. When it comes to the reinforce section, I really want you to think about if you want genuine change with your programs, not just videos online, but if you want a course that provides genuine change to your audience, how can you reinforce the habits? How can you use the latter modules of your program to help them reinforce change, to help support them through that change, to give them time to embed new habits before falling back into old habits, to give them a safe space to come and talk about the fact that they've fallen off the wagon, but they're going to get back on board? How can you allow them the safety to reinforce the change without feeling like they've lost something or given up? Once your students feel like they have lost or everything is gone, It's very hard to get started again. So if you have a safe space where they can reinforce that change, they're much more likely to make the change and keep up those habits. Right, so an action step, because you cannot build a course, listen to me rant about change management, which is not our normal subject matter for course creation, I understand that. But what I do want you to think about today is that ADCAR model. So the awareness for change, the desire to change, the knowledge to change, the ability, and then the reinforcement. Consider how you're approaching each of those in your course. If you just want the kind of course that um, is videos and a bunch of PDFs and you sell it online and they get zero support, that's fine. And there is a place in the market for those. Don't get me wrong. But if you want the kind of long-term program that really supports its students, that embeds change, that is worthy of a high ticket price, that gets the kind of raving testimonials that you want it to get, then really think about the process of not just content delivery, but change management. How are you helping them to change And how are you going to reinforce that change? And how are you going to support them through that process? It's an interesting concept to think about in the world of change management. How is your course building that change? But I think it's worthwhile. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search Content Into Courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.